Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 59th episode of ABC Islam and our 23rd episode of our new series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is all about how to deal with rejection. Now as you may know that currently in the UK in about a week's time there will basically be A-level results day and even if you don't live in the UK you might have for example some certain results days or you might actually be trying to get into a specific school or university and a lot of times in life you may go through rejection because it is something that can be quite inevitable or it can be something that's quite unexpected and as Muslims we need to make sure that we obviously put all our faith in Allah but we do what we can so in this episode we'll be talking about how to deal with rejection and we're going to be talking about number one why is it so hard to deal with rejection number two what does Islam say about rejection and number three how to deal with rejection um, meaning if you have to deal with rejection yourself or if you're trying to console someone else who goes through a rejection but anyways over here I have my Muslim sister so how are you today and what do you think of this episode Alhamdulillah, I'm amazing today and I think that this topic is going to be very helpful for everybody who's going to get their results day very, very soon. Yes, inshallah, because um, as I've said, like not everything in life goes your way and we need to make sure that we try to stay as prepared and you know what, we think of the worst case scenario as well. But if you'd like to know more about us, please check out our trailer or alternatively the description box below. But today we're going to be going straight into the topic about how to deal with rejection. So the first question that I would like to ask my sister is, you know, we know that obviously every, someone might go through rejection, but why is it so hard for them to later on deal with this rejection? So this topic is something or this episode is something that I wished I had when I was maybe like 15 or even like um, 17 years old when I was getting my A-level results, for example, because I went through um, quite a lot of academic rejections in my life. So this topic is very personal to me. But I think that for me, for example, when I was going through rejections, it was very hard for me to deal with it because first of all, I had the expectations of others to be met. For example, I had my mother's expectations to be meeting I had my aunties in my community um, because they were going to be asking me what did I get for maths English science and all this kind of thing so that had an added pressure um, to really meet those expectations and that was very pressurizing I'm not going to lie um, so whenever I was when I saw that I got very poor academic grades um, I was very disappointed in myself and obviously um, it made me feel like my life purpose has ended because I got bad grades because bad grades equated to you are dumb you're not smart you are not going to have a good future you're not going to have a good career a job or a spouse even so everything is basically attached to this set of grades and that's what I used to think when I was getting all those poor academic grades and stuff and of course that makes you feel like you know what I'm never going to be able to achieve my goals in life whatever goals I might have for example I maybe one day I'm, I want to be a teacher in the future or something like that and if I have poor academic grades myself then obviously that doesn't really make sense for me to be one or if I want to be an accountant in the future if I have poor math skills it doesn't really make sense for me to think that that dream is going to get achieved and stuff so I think that this is why it was very hard for me in the past to really deal with rejections but what about you? Yeah, definitely. I think this fear of failure and rejection does come a lot from our society because I feel like people do sometimes look down on people who are rejected, even though 
they might not realize that they can go through rejection themselves and that is why that I feel like if you have any goals like you should just make sure you always say inshallah and maybe try to keep it within yourself or with the people who are very closest to you who will actually support you and I just don't think it's good to say your goals like too loudly and out in the open because you know it's doesn't you know you if you want to speak it into existence speech marks then you can just tell your closest ones who will actually support you but I feel like the reason why it is so hard to deal with rejection in number one is because you feel disappointed especially if you went through successes or you went through um good things in life or you know that others are literally expecting you like my sister said for you to get good grades so for example if you know that your whole life like someone who's called you uh smart or anything and then afterwards you basically just end up maybe getting a lower percentage for your exam paper then people when they find out they will start basically maybe doubting you and saying that oh you are dumb so like what happened like what is happening like you just suddenly became dumb and um you know these type of things can actually make you doubt yourself because I feel like you then start asking yourself like you know what what did I do wrong and everything like that so definitely feel disappointed and number two I feel like especially if you worked too hard for something and this is not to say that you should not work hard of course but I feel like if you work too hard especially because I know like for example um once my sister she actually uh you know worked really really hard for a specific um research project and you know she didn't really get the grades that she wanted and I feel like this is something that we should all make sure to do because I feel like maybe she wasn't really focusing on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and maybe she was depending on someone who was gonna who someone who was helping her to do the research project so you should make sure that you always depend on Allah and number three uh, I feel like people find it hard to do with rejection is because they actually take time afterwards to recover from that rejection because of course for example if you've just been rejected from your dream university or for example over here in the UK if you get rejected you sometimes have to go through a clearing and that can so, so like be a very stressful and long process or for example if you actually just have you know maybe got a low ex- a low um, results in your maths exam paper for example you might be dropped down a set or anything like that and that can be hard to later on recover and go back to your normal set so that is why I definitely think that that there are some disadvantages and I think one of the worst things is that people just say that you're dumb like after just getting one rejection definitely and as someone who has gone through um clearing and has still not managed to like you know get the best experience out of it I think this um this really resonates with me as well but obviously this you know this podcast is all about Islam and putting Islam into perspective and putting it as a way of life for ourselves as Muslim youth. So definitely, what does Islam say about rejection and how to deal with it? So what did you find? Well, actually, I found two sources because we need to remember that rejection is something that was planned in your destiny. And it is, of course, um, that is not to say that, you know, you don't work hard because, oh, like, it's in my destiny. But you need to work hard, you need to do your best, but then also you need to put your faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because in the end of the day, he basically like already planned everything and this is actually um in the uh six articles of faith that we as muslims believe in and one of them is belief in al-qadr which is belief in destiny belief in fate and i basically wanted to talk about four things that we need to remember when you go 
through a rejection, you need to remember that these are the four things that comprises one of our main components of our beliefs. The first one is that in belief in Al-Qadr, we need to remember that Allah has all knowledge. We need to remember that Allah is the one who knew that you were going to get rejected. But if he knew that you were going to get rejected, of course, Allah is also the most merciful. So surely he has something better planned for you. Number two is that uh, Allah has already written your whole destiny and that is that of course Allah literally has planned everything out. He knows exactly what he's doing because he's the creator and he's the most powerful. And number three, Allah ha is the one who wills everything and that's why as Muslims we always say inshallah because we don't have all control and it's Allah who's controlling everything. And, num and number four is that Allah basically has created and formed us and we need to remember that Allah literally if he has created us, then he can control every part of our lives. So we need to make sure that this rejection is just a very small thing that Allah has controlled. And if Allah can control your life and death, then this rejection is just a small thing. And the second source that I wanted to find in order to talk about rejection and how Allah is the one who has controlled your rejection. Allah is the one who knows what he's doing and he knows what is best for you. And this is actually, this verse is from Quran, from the Quran, which is chapter 64, verse 11 and i quote no kind of calamity occurs except by allah's permission whoever believes in allah he will um he will guide his heart allah has knowledge of all things end quote so basically what this uh quranic verse means is that surely uh if you feel like this rejection is like a calamity you need to remember that first of all allah burdens a soul only by his capacity so you might find it really heart-wrenching right now but it is something that's very important for you to know that allah has planned everything rightly and also that only Allah is the one who controlled this and I have to emphasize this a couple of times because it's just a really good point because when you're in rejection you feel like you're the one who controlled it you're the one who was in that exam you're the one who got rejected you're the one who had the you know the control over the interview that you just did but actually yes you worked hard but it's also in Allah's control Definitely. And I think that one of the verses that I found very interesting as well that relates to this topic is um, in, found in the Quran, chapter 6, verse number 71. And I quote, Say indeed, the guidance of Allah is the only guidance and we have been commanded to submit to the Lord of the worlds. End quote. And this basically what I'm trying to say, and I thought this was very important because sometimes we might think that rejection is something which is very heart wrenching and it make us, makes us question Allah's decree as you said like you know why did this happen to me why why was i only the one who got the bad grades and everybody else got the best grades and stuff and that's the moment you might not think that that's actually the best thing that may have happened to me because in few years time for example i got the poor like three years ago when i received my um, a-level grades i was heart-wrenched i was very disappointed in myself but now that i'm almost finished my degree inshallah now i think that that was the best thing that I had as have it ever happened to me and i would not you know tell allah ever to change he, the what what he had written for me three years ago and this brings me to my second point or the second source or the second story is the prophet muhammad peace be upon him's um, persuasion um trying to make his uncle abu talib to convert to islam like he tried so his best to make him convert to islam but he couldn't actually do it and ended up doing it and this basically kind of made me imagine like you know you might be going through rejections of from universities because they say that you know what your grades are too bad and you know and we can't let you inside the inside this university no matter how much you try 
to persuade some universities they might not accept you and you have to accept that that you know what everything is not in my hand and these universities might not accept me because of my poor academic grades and scores and stuff like that but you know what and again it might as my sister rightly said is a law's decree and no matter how much you try to persuade someone they will not accept you and that's how their hearts are sealed so definitely do not be disheartened if you're getting constantly rejected by universities or colleges and stuff like that because that might just be the best thing that you will realize on a few years time that was the best thing but obviously this brings us to our very important question and that is how do you deal with rejection since it is so heart-wrenching but it's something which is very common among students and especially young muslims and stuff like that so obviously my sister is going to be talking about in the perspective of uh, somebody else maybe trying to help someone else like you know going through a rejection let's say your cousin went through um poor GCC grades or something like that and I'm going to be talking about if you yourself are going through poor academic schools or you're getting constantly rejected by universities so what would be your tips I feel like one thing that you know is hard about for example if you are trying to console someone going through a rejection I think one of the hard things is that basically when you for example are in GCSE results day let's say and you get good grades and your friend gets bad grades and you don't really know should I be celebrating with that friend because I got good grades or should I actually be consoling them and it can be a very tricky and sticky situation because you don't really know what to do and I feel like yes like I feel like if a person if your friend is going through rejection I think you should try to follow these tips but I feel like it's even more sad if you yourself got good grades and you're not really able to celebrate that but as Muslim brothers and sisters we should be supporting our you know our ummah together so if your friend does go through a rejection or goes through some sort of deemed as failure then try to help them out because they will be there for you and even if they're not then Allah is watching and inshallah he will give you the rewards for that for that so I'm going to be giving three tips uh, or a few tips on how to actually console someone who is going through rejection. The first one is to make sure you let them say how they feel because don't like, you know, just cut in between and be like, oh, yes, yes. Like, for example, if your cousin just went through, um, maybe they got rejected from the dream university, then you could just basically let them sit down, let them pour out whatever they want to say. Like, you know, if they want to cry, if they want to talk about how they've been dreaming about this university and everything like that let them say what they want because they really need to make sure that they get it all out because the fact that they're trusting you and the fact that they're telling you shows that they do believe in you and the second thing is that after you've let them said how they feel try to advise them to put all their faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so of course I know that these are one of the tips that my sister's going to be giving but try to do your fundamental prayers of course make sure that if, if needed like go and spend even more longer in your prayer and just be praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you can cry you can cry as well and that will show that Allah will see they're putting in the effort but of course it's not compulsory um but just try to basically advise that person who's going through rejection that as we've said already Allah is the one who had the control and yes you might have worked super hard for these exams or to get into that university or anything like that but in the end of the day Allah is the one who controls it and 
So the next point that I would like to say is that after you've advised them, I would say that try to go through what they went wrong. So for example, if you know that they have, uh, for example, um, got something bad in, the, in their exam paper, if they have access to that exam paper, maybe you could try to see the corrections. Or if, it be, if they've been rejected from the dream university, try to maybe ask the university, like, you know, what, what was wrong in the application process or things like that. And that will help them to make sure they don't make the mistakes for the future. And that will also help console them and realize that you know they're not perfect so you're not perfect so that's why it's actually reasonable to get rejected definitely and I think that I'm going to be of course sharing some tips based on my experiences of dealing with rejection and how I have overcome those and they're definitely also helpful if you're trying to you know prevent yourself from getting rejected from your dream university or getting poor um you know um academic grades and stuff so the first thing that I would definitely say that if when you see your results and you say that oops what the heck is these grades um I did not expect this in that moment the first thing that you should always remember always always is to think that with hardships comes ease because in that time it's very easy for the shaitan to tell you that oh see because see Allah is not that merciful and stuff like that that's why he gave you all these bad grades and stuff like that so that's when you should be actually having more faith in Allah that you know what this was planned by Allah and Allah knows best and I don't know anything and he's my creator and he exactly knows how he's gonna get me out of this situation and he's gonna he knows exactly how these grades are gonna benefit me in the future so I cannot be questioning his plan so definitely remember this phrase with hardship comes ease and I know it's very hard for you to think in that very moment but trust me when you have the full faith it gives you just this boost of energy and power inside you that no one can break it at all the second thing that i would definitely say if you're trying to prevent yourself from you know not getting to that dream university let's say oxford or if you're trying to get all eights and nines or a's and a stars or first class degree the first thing that i would definitely say is that from day one please start praying tahajjud because i think that tahajjud brings all the miracles and if you're really serious about you know getting that best grades as possible or you know that first class degree or whatever you want to do maybe you want to do a phd in the future but you know that your grades are maybe like 50 50 you know what anything is possible for allah and he can turn the impossible to possible so just have faith in him and please start praying your tajid prayer from day one when your school starts and this could be you just being 12 years old right now or you it could be just you now 23 going for a phd no matter what age you are this applies to everyone and for everyone everything and the third thing that I would definitely say is that trust the process because I know that it can be very hard because you might be thinking you know what I had planned that if I had got A's and A stars then I would go to this college and I would do these A levels and then I would do this university and stuff like that but then you realize you know just as easy you got the poor academic grades and stuff so just remember that Allah is the is the best of all planners and whatever you have planned might have been according to your sight really good and perfect for you but guess what Allah is the best of all planners and he knows exactly that these grades maybe if you had got all A's and A stars maybe you could have been more arrogant and then you could have done poorly in your A levels for example because that's what happens to some people some people get really good GCSEs but in the A levels they get really poor grades and then they are not able to go to the best university that they wanted to go so maybe he's trying to make you humble and 
um, through this process or maybe he's trying to make you make you say like you know what maybe academics are not for me and then you might end up becoming someone better than you know maybe create your own business in the future or something like that so I definitely think that trusting the process and in a lot I think and the core fundamental things to make sure that you actually can deal with rejection and I would just like to also say that first of all I think my sister didn't make a mistake when she said um prevent you from not getting sevens eights and nines which she meant she meant prevent you from getting rejections so yeah that I just wanted to clear that off and secondly I would just like to say that if you have been through successes like of course that doesn't like in case you are, haven't went through a rejection like you know you might think that oh like what do you mean um what my sister meant is for example if you of of course you're not going to get arrogant by getting good grades like for example she said that for GCSEs if you get good grades and then for a like you might become arrogant if and then you might get bad in a levels that doesn't mean that you're going to be arrogant of course but what she meant is that you know you, you it, it might be a way for you to make sure that you maybe keep being hard working but there are some people who obviously have got good grades throughout their whole school career so everyone has um you know like talents and flaws like everyone has that sort of thing and I would just like to end this podcast episode with a Quranic verse and this is from um Al-Taqweer chapter 81 verse 29 and I quote and you cannot will unless it be that Allah wills the lord of the alamin mankind jinn and all that exists end quote so basically what this means is that obviously Allah is the one who wills everything just like we've said so like you know you, you might think right now that you are dumb but you know what it's Allah who controls everything but alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new also if you did not know we upload every monday and wednesday for islamically independent series here on abc islam if you're excited please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as google podcasts apple podcasts and spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on jazakallah khair for listening may allah bless us all and please check the description box below for some free gifts where you can follow the instagram page at ambassador of islam and also in contact us on abcislam100 at gmail.com and of course we will inshallah see you next time assalamu alaikum